0: so is it true how can it be the final loss against the sea forbidden fruit no place to be the northwest took my lord from me papers say they'll never be found no way to peace or sacred
1: Welcome to the strange Movie podcast my name is jason barnard and uh, that was fairport convention and eleanor's dream uh, from their their new album 50 at 50 the band's 28th i understand studio album it's here to mark the band's 50th anniversary got a great privilege of of having uh, simon nickel here today welcome simon
2: oh hello jason thank you for inviting
1: me along that's a fine track by uh, chris leslie i understand
2: yeah, he's uh, he's developed in the eighteen years he's been in the band uh, into a uh, into a really singular songwriter. He's always liked to write songs with biographical slant to them. If there's if there is a, a yardstick he uses, it's generally people who uh, have got something rather special about them but aren't widely known. And Eleanor, in the question here, is the um, first wife of a fabulous Victorian explorer who uh, ultimately paid the price all explorers must do when he takes one risk too many. His speciality was the Arctic, and uh, he was the man who was determined to find the Northwest Passage around the top of Canada. This is the third song in in a series of unknown length that Chris is based on uh, the story and life and real times of Lord Franklin because, of course, there is a well-known folk song about Franklin, which is called Lord Franklin, but uh, we don't claim writing credits for that. But yeah, Eleanor was um, were invited into her world um, when she's left behind a rather poorly sick lady. In fact, she died before he came back on this particular trip, uh, and it's her relationship with him in her imagination and in her dreams.
1: And the uh, the new record mixes new tracks uh, such as that one by Chris but some 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 favourites as well. The second track uh, I'd like to play today from 50 at 50 is uh, your uh, live new version of Lord Marlborough. Uh, I think um, that was originally from Angel Delight and had the uh, sadly missed Dave Swarbrick on on lead vocals on that.
2: Yeah, we recorded that um, in 1971 as you say on the Angel Delight album and it was in the repertoire. Uh, I suppose until uh, probably about 1979, when the band split up, uh, in the wake of the uh, the post-punk era, when Fairport went into a state of uh, reunion-based activity for five or six years, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a a good live number, plenty of activity within it, nice little um, instrumental passages, and plenty of key changes. So it spent a long time out of the repertoire, and and a few years ago we decided to look at it again. Obviously, it's in a different key now. And as you point out, obviously, Swarb ceased playing with the band in 1976, really, on a full-time basis. So it's a long time ago. But uh, he was largely responsible for that arrangement. So, uh, you know, it kind of brings a little bit of him back.
3: You generals all and champions bold that takes delight in fields That knocks down churches and castle walls but now to death must yield We must go and face our daring foes, and wear the sword and shield. I often fought with my merry men, but now to death must yield. and Marlborough Hill is my name I was brought up in London town a place of noted fame I was love And sink.
1: You're in the middle of uh, uh, a 50th anniversary tour at the minute and you've got uh, festival dates lined up later in the summer. Uh, you you play the uh, Acoustic Festival of Britain as well, as, as well as Cropperdy?
2: As a matter of course, we don't do other British festivals um, because obviously is our own baby and that's every year in August, second Thursday every year for three days. Great event, but yeah, so we, we've got friends at um, at the Acoustic Festival, and uh, it's a nice small little sympathique gathering. Um, it's fun to do, and it fits in nicely with our spring tour. So we'll be there in June.
1: Next, Simon, um, we're playing uh, lots of tracks connected with the the, the new album, some of uh, you know your your uh, material that you've been you know particularly involved in, as well as songs that resonate really well live and have you know have continued to do so. This next song takes us well back. I think it's Fairport's second single. It's a song by Richard Thompson uh, from what we did on our holidays, and it's "Meet on the Ledge," and that's a real anthem.
2: Yes, that's what it's. That's what it's become. I, I, it didn't have aspirations like that. It was uh, an album track, obviously, in the first instance, and it wasn't a significant one. It was tucked away on uh, side two, track number four. But Ireland picked it up as a potential single because at the time they every album that came out had to have a single released from it and it was the only one of the songs I think which had a chorus so that was the prime reason it wasn't really an attempt to storm the charts because that's never been the Fairport way but I suppose in the early days they they did uh, as a record company should always do I suppose they looked for any opportunity to promote the band and a single was the way to go so it didn't as it were trouble the charts but um, it certainly found its place in our repertoire now as the encore. Uh it's a song of reunion, of optimism, of uh nostalgia for the I suppose people who can't come to gigs anymore in some ways. I've certainly been asked to sing it at quite a few funerals in the last few years, but it's uh, a lovely experience to stand on the stage at Croperley and have 20,000 people sing it back at you.
0: we'd all be making songs or finding better words these ideas never lasted long the way is up
4: along the road friends who try blown off this mountain with the wind
5: oh. We are
0: I'm all alone, but that's the only way to be, you'll have your chance again.
1: Now there's a song that you know I had to play, but I, I wanted to play um, a slightly different version. It's uh, Who Knows Where the Time Goes, and uh, the version I've chosen I think I, I've grabbed it from the Fairport Unconventional box set, which is uh, excellent. and It's uh, a more acoustic uh, BBC session version.
2: Yeah, this is uh, very early days, and Sandy's well to the fore. She'd not long written this song. Uh, it was probably less than a year old at this point when we were toying with it and wanting to put it into the repertoire. We hadn't recorded it, or we'd maybe just about recorded it. Uh, of course, it's Sandy's best-known song. It's her signature song, and uh, it was always her that sang it. And when she left the band in um, 1969, at the end of that year, she kind of took the song with her. And uh, it was only, of course, uh, 10 years later that she died, Nine, ten 10 years later. The song will always be associated with her, and I didn't dream of taking it on until um, much later on. So about 20 years ago now, we started toying with it at sound checks, and I thought, well, I might you know, I might be able to do this. People do love the song because of its simplicity and its clarity of expression. And I love singing it now, and uh, it's not one we do every night, but I expect it will crop up at Cropperty.
1: The next song is, has also got uh, Sandy on lead vocals again from Legion Leaf. It's uh, Matty Groves. Now, I think this song was quite integral in, in taking some of those folk standards in, into the group.
2: Yeah, this is a, a, a very important key song for, um, for Fairport Convention. Um, when we made Legion Leaf, uh, it was a deliberate attempt to blur the line between traditional song and contemporary song, to disguise the one as the other. I think it worked successfully as an experiment, but this is one of the genuine folk songs, um, lost in the hist- history, uh, nobody knows who wrote it, uh, but the story exists in all cultures. It's a simple triangular relationship between two lovers and uh, the cuckolded husband. Uh, in this case, he's a very powerful man. He takes vengeance on and kills them both. And it uh, remains um, a very strong part of the repertoire. It's probably been performed at more Fairport gigs uh, than any other single song.
1: next uh, sam we've got another anthem for the band really and uh, it's from full house this time it is uh, walk a while I understand that was written by richard thompson and uh swab again
2: yeah they were a strong songwriting partnership and this is a song really uh, one of a tradition of songs i suppose uh, inviting people to get up on stage and come along for a little walk with the band members a great opening number it's um, been out of the repertoire now for a couple of years but uh, it's one of those we can always default back to. Uh, it's always a, a cheerful thing to play.
1: Also from this period I think we're moving uh, forward one year to, to 1971 and it's um, I think it's a, a tra- track co-written by yourself and Swab it's wizard of the worldly game and that's one of my favorite tracks that, that you've penned
2: oh that's very good of you yeah I'm not a songwriter I've written about two songs on my own and probably maybe three with other people and this was again from the Angel Delight period as you say I don't really know what this song's about <laughs> And I don't have a clear memory of it ever being part of the performing repertoire, but you're not alone in in singling it out as I wish you'd do that song just once. I've got some very good friends who nag me every year about uh, dredging this one back out. So far, I've managed to resist it, but it'd be nice to hear it again. Let's hear it. Wizard of the Worldly Game.
1: To choose uh, another track uh, penned from yourself, it is uh, "Breakfast in Mayfair" from the uh, Babacum Lee album. The the concept was uh, Swab's idea, but I understand that at the time the band really all pitched in uh, arranging, arranging, and, and contributing to that record.
2: Uh, as you say, a concept album, and it was his concept. Swab was originally he found this sheaf of bound newspapers, which in weekly form. Told the story of the man they couldn't hang, a convicted murderer, a young man um, in 1884 in Devon who was uh, put on the gallows three times. And despite the presence of a, an experienced and um, seasoned hangman, the trapdoors just wouldn't open. And uh, when that happens three times, then the state has to stop trying to kill you, apparently. So he was a coarse deb. And when he came out of prison, his story was serialized in the newspapers somebody bound them up in the early 1900s and uh swore but ended up purchasing it in a junk shop and he thought oh there's got to be a song here so he was going to write a song and um, then he realized when he got into it uh it was more than one song and perhaps he could stretch it to an ep and then he thought oh no no, we can do a whole album about this and he wrote the lion's share of the songs for it but the rest of us uh, were called upon to come up with this and that and I was given the task, an unlikely one really, of trying to describe the proceedings in this uh, distant court as it was seen through the eyes of a newspaper, which was a good sort of internal reference back to the source of the material. And so I put myself in the mind of a couple of society people living in distant London, reading about these absurd goings on in the region. That's why it's called Breakfast in Mayfair. So here's one of my songs.
6: and always
1: This was a period uh, after Babacum Lee that I understand you left the band and did some sort of production and engineering work and you also uh, did some work with the Albion Band.
2: Yeah, that was a busy time for me.
1: And then uh, you kind of re- reformed with Swab and, and, and some of the guys from Fairport to, to embark on um, a suite of albums in the late 70s. This track is off Tipler's Tales, uh, which was... Uh, one of the, the albums that, that you did on Vertigo in 78, in, uh, You Marrying Us All. So I'm playing the original version, but that's a song that uh, you've remade for 50 at 50. That song must go down great live as well.
2: Yeah, uh, it came back into the repertoire about five years ago, and we uh, stuck very closely to the original original arrangement with it, with the two tunes at the top. They're both Scottish tunes at the very top on the fiddle. Um, and then it goes into this... Um, proper folk song uh, which speaks for itself really and uh, it's tremendous fun to do and it's a really strong opening song again it's it's been having a lie down this last 18 months or so but uh, nothing goes away we just keep stirring the soup you mariners all
7: By call in and drink if you are dry Come spend me lads, your money brisk And pop your nose in a jug of this Oh ye mariners all, if you've half a crown You're welcome all for to sit down Come spend me lads, your money brisk And pop your nose in a jug of this not to miss and pop your nose in a jug of this. And I'm old and can scarcely crawl. I've an old grey beard and a head that's bald Found my desire, fulfill my bliss. A pretty girl and a jug of this. Past and fled, transform me into a fish, and let me swim in a jog of this. Of soldiers, you, try. your money, brisk, and pop your nose in a jog of this.
1: Next, we, uh, we've we got a song that, that's become another standard for Fairport, really. Uh, um, As you were mentioning earlier, there was a period in the band where, especially in the the, the early 80s, where you you only reunited for Cropperty and, uh, you know, those uh, gigs, but you you weren't fully active. But by sort of mid-1980s, you you reconvened the group. And I picked a song off Gladys Leap called The Hiring Fair, although I've chosen a a version that you recorded at Cropperdy in 1989. It's a Ralph Mattel song, isn't
2: it? Yes, um... The reason we made the Gladys' Leap album was because, as you say, the band was in a state of retirement, and we were uh, our only regular gig was uh, every August we'd get back together and put on the Croperty Festival. And after five years without having made an album, uh, we were conscious that we were just recycling the same material. And we didn't, uh, even though we didn't have a working touring band, we thought, well, we've got a studio, let's get some tracks down just so we've got some fresh material in the repertoire. It wasn't the intention to form an, uh, you know, a new version of the band and go on the road with it, but we just wanted some fresh material. So Peggy had a studio. We went in and, and started making some tracks, and uh, one of the people we asked for material was a very good friend, Ralph, who uh, you know we'd worked with in various formats uh, and had contributed songs in the past to the band and, and is a very good personal friend. So... He said, I've got a song I'm working on that might do you. And he sent me a tape of it, a cassette in those days, of course. And I listened to it and I thought, oh, it's a lovely song. It's a real classic Ralph Mattel. You know, so it's all like atmospheric and it's it's romantic and it's deeply touching and it's personal and it's warm and it's a great song for Ralph. But what's it doing here? You know, I can't sing a song like this. So I said, that's a great song, Ralph, thanks very much, but I can't sing that. And he said, Simon, I've written it for you. You've got to sing it. And he's a big fellow, Ralph, and uh, (laughs) he's forceful in his own way. So um, I had to reassess the song in that light, and he was right. You know, I found a way into the song. It was just it brought out a different – it opened a door for me into another way of singing. So thanks a lot for the song, Ralph, and it's – Again, a song that's in and out of the repertoire. It's in at the moment. And here it is, the girl from the hiring fair.
3: Picked us both, though I spoke not a word on the cart to the farm. My desire
1: Fabulous. another song that salsa featured on 5050 and again we're playing the original version uh, from jewel in the crown which is an album you made in uh, or released in 1995 it's uh, the naked highwayman why did you um decide to to uh, revisit this particular song
2: i don't know really um it had been out of the repertoire for a long time probably over 10 years and it just bubbled up to the surface of my mind one day and i thought oh this is um we haven't done this for a bit and people used to like it it's a tongue twister effectively it's it's very difficult to sing because there are an awful lot of words in not very much time so uh, you'll understand why but written by again a very good friend of ours a man who knows his way around the um, electric uh, the, the acoustic guitar and the folk world a marvelous bloke called Steve Tilston and here's his uh, fantasy story song about a highwayman who goes to work uh, and uh, falls into a um, a conversation with an agreeable young lady, and one thing leads to another, and he ends up uh, rather more naked than highwaymen.
3: Summer's day for profit and for pleasure I planned to rob the London coach and take it at my leisure A place of pistols duly primed to save a saber fit to shave on I waited underneath the trees that lined the banks of Avon I didn't hear a dainty step as she appeared before me Her face to charm a singing bird with words did implore me Can you help me sir, she said, I fear the time is near And for me to cross before the tide swells the banks of Avon All you rover with fellows, listen while you can of the time that I became a naked highwayman All you broken fellows, listen while you can Of the time that I became a naked highwayman So gallantly I did dismount and walked into the water As she told me that she was a wealthy merchant's lord So I thought I'd try my luck and do my best to charm her Said I was the only son of a country farmer they are as smooth as silk, they never touch the plows, and I suppose these pistols help your milk of your cows. She looked at me with mocking eyes as cold black like as a raven, and then she fell into my arms beside the banks of Avon. All oh, you golden fellows, listen while you can, on the time that I became a naked highwayman. All oh, you golden fellows, listen while you can, on the time that I became a naked highwayman. Assistance. No more, I'll play
8: the highwayman.
3: No more, I'll put the mask on. I'll leave it to the bright eyed girl who roams the banks of Vibon. All oh, oh, you broken fellows, listen while you can. On oh, the time that I became a naked highwayman. Come oh, on, oh, you broken fellows, listen while you can. On oh, 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 the time that I became a naked highwayman. Proud to save a fit to shave on. I waited underneath the trees that lined the banks of Avon.
1: Talking about new, newer songs that are, are standards. Um, this is certainly one of them. It's uh, originally on the Festival Bell album from about six years ago. It's a live version on Fifty at Fifty, but this is, um, you know, a song that's that's going to last quite a long time. Mercy Bay, another Chris Leslie song, I understand.
2: It is, and this is the first of the uh, Franklin songs I was telling you about. This is um, this is sets the scene for. And introduces Lord Franklin as a character who's uh, been out trying to find the Northwest Passage. Uh, he's stuck fast in the ice, and they have to overwinter three whole years stuck in the Arctic ice uh, off the northwest coast of um, of Canada. True story. Interestingly, um, it's introduced by the tune of Lord Franklin uh, itself, which uh, Chris sings a cappella, if I remember correctly. It came to my mind because I I read in a newspaper article uh, that due to the shrinkage of the Arctic ice, various things were coming to light as the ice melted. And uh, there was a wreck discovered uh, that had been down there for 150 years or so. And the hull began to appear and they put some remote cameras down and discovered it was this ship that's described here in this very song and so I cut the article out and sent it over to Chris uh, it reignited his interest in all things Franklin and this song is the result and of course Mercy Bay is the name of the geographical feature where that poor ship was crushed and broken up by the ice 10,000 pounds
3: we set to find the Northwest Passage go down. So many ships have sailed, and yet the ice flows will not let them through eighteen fifty was the year we sailed out of Plymouth. Go down a mighty boat. Clear, with steel in our all and our hearts We set a course for old people now. We did steer Crushed and held by the frozen cold A candle that prays and go down A hot meal worth its waiting gold McClure says we mustn't give in And the snow came
1: Next, we have another favourite, forever associated with Sandy Denny. Um, However, I've I've picked a a version from the uh, By Popular Request album uh, of uh, Fotheringay.
2: Yeah, Popular Request was an album we made on our 45th birthday. And um, as the name suggests, we we have a database, obviously, of 30,000 plus people who've been to the Cropperty Festival in the past or bought an album or this and that. We polled them all to say, okay, we're Fairport, you like us, uh, otherwise you wouldn't be here. What songs haven't we done from the back catalogue that we should do? And we got a several thousand replies back and listed them down, and this was a surprise entry into that list because Father and Gay is a, is an album track on, th- on, I think, the third album the band made, maybe the second, I'm not sure, but from 1968 or 69. And... Um, will, as you say, always be associated with Sandy. She wrote it about uh, one of her heroines, uh, Mary, Queen of Scots, who spent her last 20 years as uh, prisoner of the state uh, at the behest of her cousin, uh, Queen Elizabeth I of England. And um, Fotheringay was the, the final castle in which she was incarcerated and where she was eventually executed um so it's a little short song and um again like who knows where the time goes uh, will always be sandy's but this was a song which was never performed live you know it i think we did it on the radio once or twice but uh, it was never part of the stage performance so um i had to come to terms with it we gave it a try and it worked in the same key and very close to the original arrangement it goes down really well on gigs people love the sound of it it's not like anything else we do and it's a joy to sing and a lovely thing to play. So thanks, Sandy, for Fotheringay.
3: She has gazed from castle windows or To watch the daylight passing beneath her captive walls And with no one to heed her call The evening hour is fading this hour, surely far away, much farther than these islands or the lone
1: We're getting to the uh, penultimate track now. You know, we've mentioned it a few times, properly, and I think this is a song that, that celebrates it. It's from 50, 50 Again. It's uh, Summer by the Cherwell.
2: Yes, a new song, specially written for the album and from a friend of the band, like many of the band's uh, repertoire, written by a close personal friend, a colleague, a gentleman by the name of PJ Wright, who's the guitarist uh, par excellence in, um, amongst other things, uh, the Dillon Project, which is a fabulous band which features a couple of um, members of the band of Fairport. Rhythm Section uh, is is in there, and Steve Gibbons is the lead singer. And as the name suggests, the Dillon Project do Dylan songs. But this is not a Dillon song. It's PJ wrote it for us. He's uh, been coming to property for many years and lives around the corner, and uh, he knows what it's all about. It's about having fellowship and fun in the sun, in the summer in Cropperty. Summer by the Cherwell.
3: Summer is a-coming cross the bridge and up the lane. To join the 20,000, come the sun or come the rain. To mark the turning of the year, we'll all be here again. Celebrating Summer by the Cherwell. The calendar is calling all together in the garden to celebrate another year in Ferry. Ship and fun leave your troubles at the gate. Sit back, enjoy the circus. May we share our common purpose here for many years to come. Summer is a coming, cross the bridge and up the lane to join the twenty thousand. Come the sun or come the rain to mark the turning of the year. We'll all be here again, celebrating summer by the church. Seems that every other face wears a smile of recognition Though you've spoken not a word, it's clear we've all been here before It's a cause for jubilation, it's a win-win situation Whether up the hill or down there, rock and rolling on the straw Summer is a-coming cross the bridge and up the lane To join the twenty thousand, come the sun or come the rain To mark the turning summer by okay. the church
0: Knowing that the party here is still a while to go, now we're feeling fully grounded. Now we're totally surrounded. Listen to the band that founded it so many years
3: ago. Summer is a coming. Cross the bridge and up the lane
6: to join the twenty thousand. Come the sun on.
1: Fantastic. Well, we've got to the last song and um, I don't think any Fairport Convention uh, song listing will be complete without an instrumental. And we've got a very short one. It's a lovely sort of plaintive guitar piece. uh, End of a holiday.
2: (laughs) Well, it's very kind of you to say so. It's just some uh, childish noodlings, really. Uh, You know, um, and I don't know. Somebody must have liked it. It sticks out like a sore thumb on... What was the the band's second album? Uh, what we did in our holidays and um, sticks out. I, it's it's a little epilogue piece, and it's after all the noise and bustle and complicated arrangements of the songs which preceded. It's a good album closer, as you say. It's it's short and it's sweet. And um, I, as far as me writing instrumental tunes is concerned, I quit while I was ahead. So, I was seventeen when I wrote this
1: marvellous uh, thank you so much simon um you know 50 years of uh, fairport that's uh, fantastic and you, you're still releasing great material with 50 at 50 and all the best for the, the the live shows as well
2: thank you very much yeah i mean the band is you know it's nice to talk through uh, these tracks with you but when fairport's made uh, albums they've been more like milestones in the road rather than signposts i always think uh, it's not about where the the band's going next it's about where we are now that's you know because the band is a working touring playing group rather than uh, you know that that makes records rather than the band that makes records and goes out on tour to promote them so we're about the live experience and i hope i hope anybody who's listening who hasn't seen fairport might be uh, inclined to give us a try next time we're in your postcode
1: there's no excuse for anyone certainly who can get to the uk
2: Yeah, on your doorstep soon. That's Fairport. (laughs) Take care. Bye, Jason. Bye.